Here's what you missed on Buck Sexton with America Now. Let's be honest, team. Conservatism doesn't feel quite as fashionable on the right as it uh, had in the past, in recent years. The right is now firmly ensconced in the Trump movement and in Trumpism, and that doesn't mean you can't be a conservative and support Trump's agenda. I certainly am and do, but conservative principles are sometimes, many of you would probably say a lot of the time, getting lost in the shuffle here. And the political needs of today are sometimes overriding what we know to be the long-term political philosophical goals of uh, the future. So that's where we get into, for example, for me, a problem with this administration on something that is indicative of many of the biggest problems with government in general in this country. And that's civil asset forfeiture, an issue that I've been looking at now for uh, for years. Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, who, as an aside, by the way, uh, New York Times reporting today, so take it or leave it, uh, that Trump is upset with Sessions for recusing himself in the Russia probe. I I, I actually agree with him there. I, I've been consistent all along. I don't think Sessions should have recused himself. I don't think they should have uh, pushed or allowed for a special counsel. I, I'm... Mm mm. This is this is all. This is just going to be problems, everybody. You get no points for fair play when you're dealing with Democrats. So no no points for good faith is actually a better way of putting it. No points for good faith. Um, Loretta Lynch didn't recuse herself. Everybody from Hillary. You know, I don't know what else to say. They, Democrats play to win. Republicans on our side, we got a lot of people like, yeah, I don't know what the rules are. Okay, but. You know, you're telling us what the rules are where Democrats are grabbing us by our feet, turning us upside down and emptying out our pockets on the, you know, on the playground, you know, but the rules don't punch it back. I mean, oh, excuse me. You know, sometimes you got to you got to deal with the rough housing with a little bit of your own rough stuff. But nope, I know. I know. I say that on the one hand. And yet here I am telling you that we need to focus in on on the principles of uh, due process and rule of law and limited government when it comes to civil asset forfeiture. And I think the administration, uh, and I don't know how much, I'm assuming this is mostly Jeff Sessions. Uh, I don't know how much Trump weighs in on this one way or the other, although he has been, at least rhetorically speaking, a very uh, law and order guy. But you got Jeff Sessions giving a press conference today in which he's talking about civil asset forfeiture and how they're going to tighten it up, strengthen it, go for it. I shouldn't say tighten it up. They're going to expand it. They're, they want to do more of this. They think this is a very important tool. Here, I'll let you hear from the Attorney General himself. As any of these law enforcement partners will tell you, and as President Trump knows well, civil asset forfeiture is a key tool uh, that helps law enforcement defund organized crime, takes back ill-gotten gains from them, and prevent new crimes from being con uh, committed and weakens the criminals and their cartels. It weakens the criminal organizations when you take their money, and it strengthens uh, law enforcement when we can share it together and use it to further our effort against crime. Even more importantly, it helps return property to victims of crime. Civil asset forfeiture takes the material support of the criminals and instead makes it material support for law enforcement. All right. Funding priorities like... I'm sorry, go continue with that for a second. Bulletproof vests, opioid overdose 
uh, reversal kits and better training are all paid for by asset forfeitures. In departments across this country, uh, funds that were once used to take lives are now being used to save lives. Okay, all right. So that all sounds really good, right? Uh, Jeff Sessions is like, look, we're it's it's one two three. We're gonna hurt the cartels, and the, you know, it focuses on drug trafficking here. We're gonna hurt the cartels. We're gonna help victims by returning cash to them. Which, I mean, in the case of cartels, I don't think that's really applicable. Uh, at least I can't think of how it's applicable. And then also, and oh, by the way, we're going to save cops' lives because we're going to give more money to police departments for essential programs. It all sounds good. I, I understand that, right? And that, that's why, and there's, these are all real arguments. These are all things you can check off, and it's, there's some truth to all of them. Or they're true in part. I'm not saying there's any dishonesty here, but they're only true in part. Because they're not addressing the concerns with civil asset forfeiture, which for those of you who are wondering, well, Buck, is this even a big deal? It's a, it's actually a pretty big deal. And it also sets a very troubling precedent for the federal government for law enforcement, which is the most troubling manifestation. Law enforcement overreach and law enforcement abuse is the most troubling overreach that the government can engage in because it's the one, you know, that can use literal force against you as a citizen. So we need to be on. We need to be very careful about this. Uh, the Justice Department has taken in twenty-eight billion dollars over the last decade. I see here, according to the uh, Washington Post, and civil asset forfeiture seizures in this country in twenty fifteen surpassed the losses from all burglaries across the country, according to the Atlantic. So we are talking about over time billions and billions of dollars here that are taken, and now. This is the biggest problem with this. Although there's a, there's a, a second there, there's a, a second component that I want to get into. The biggest problem is on the due process side. Civil asset forfeiture is law enforcement agencies taking money or property, taking the proceeds of alleged crimes. They have proven nothing in these cases in terms of criminal activity. Nothing has been proven. No criminal charges. Are uh, have been leveled in these in these cases. In some cases, no criminal charges are put out there. No one is indicted, and yet property is taken. How is that not an unlawful taking? How can you claim that there is such a thing as due process when the government can say we think that that bag of cash you have in your car comes from a drug deal, so we're just going to take that from you. Thanks very much, and you can go to court and try to prove that it didn't come from a drug deal. Good luck with that. That is what civil asset forfeiture is. That's also sometimes how it functions. That should be very troubling to you. There's, there's nothing about this that smells right. There's nothing about this that's, that should sit well with you. And I know I heard Jeff Sessions making the case, and look, I'm, I'm, I have law enforcement in my family. I worked in law enforcement for a short time. I'm as pro-law enforcement as anybody can reasonably be, okay? But this is about law enforcement policy. I'm not blaming... The men and women in law enforcement across the country, I'm blaming the Justice Department and the top level of it for implementing policies, putting down guidance like this that is troubling. That is really a a violation of due process. This is a constitutional issue, my friends. This is not this should not be happening. And then there's another part of this, too. I am troubled by any 
law enforcement efforts where there's an incentive to take private property for the use of law enforcement. And what happens here, and this is this is also not, not good, what happens is that there are state limitations on what like a state trooper or state police can take and use for their own purposes. But the federal government has workarounds. They have a they have sharing in place for civil asset seizures. That means that if you're now in state law enforcement or local law enforcement and you seize assets and then you know you do it through this federal program, the federal government kind of kicks it back to the local level. And this is used to buy, you know, armored personnel carrier kind of stuff for i know that's not it's not actually an apc but you know uh you use it to buy very advanced uh equipment for law for agencies that uh, local police departments that may or may not really need that um but it incentivizes cops to take stuff from people without having to prove a crime for the benefit of those of those law enforcement agencies that is also a very troubling precedent and you know conservatives i'm sorry there's there's only and some of you are going to say buck come on health care immigration national there's there's bigger stuff i get it right i mean look we're in the third hour of the show we've already covered a lot of ground today but this is i think a an issue of of symbolism of the broader conversation as well the government needs to have clearly defined rules for taking your property and the government cannot take your property because it says you're a criminal without proving you're a criminal. This is very straightforward. This should not this should not be up for debate or discussion. And that Jeff Sessions, as attorney general, is rolling back some of what the Obama administration did here, which I actually think was moving in the right direction on this. I know people are going to you can you know, you can throw tomatoes at me for saying it, but it's true that Jeff Sessions is doing this, I think it's wrong. I think it's. Uh, I think the principle here is being violated, and I think that this is not conservative. And so I, I respectfully but strongly dissent from the administration on the civil asset forfeiture issue. Follow us online at Buck Sexton on Twitter and Instagram.